Welcome to Creating Synergy, where we explore what it takes to transform. We are powered by Synergy IQ. Our mission is to help leaders create world-class businesses where people are safe, valued, inspired, and fulfilled. We can only do this with our amazing community. So thank you for listening. Hey there, Synergizers, and welcome back to another episode of the Creating Synergy podcast. My name is Daniel Franco. And today I chatted to a man who just has the ability to make me smile. He's one of the most humble human beings I've had the pleasure of being around and his name is Mr. Francesco Vasalo. Frank is the founder of Effectiva People, which stands for More Effective People, where he works together with his clients, providing them with bespoke consulting services in agile coaching, training, mentoring and facilitation and workshops. Frank is a highly qualified agile coach and IT delivery leader with extensive experience over 25 years in both private and public sectors in Australia and the United Kingdom, across many industries such as utilities, natural resource management, land administration, taxation, insurance, agribusiness, criminal justice, health, retail and education. He's a self-confessed agile geek, a connector, a collaborator, and he's constantly seeking to bring the best out of people and himself through his commitment to lifelong learning and the connection that he has with the community. In today's podcast, Frank's pearls of wisdom did not disappoint, where we're talking all things agile, from the origins of agile to how to effectively implement agile, to the difference between agile with a big A to agile with a little A. It was a lot of fun chatting with Frank. If you're interested in learning more about Agile, you should definitely check out this podcast. And remember, if you like the episode, hit subscribe and check us out on synergyiq.com.au. Cheers. So welcome back to the Creating Synergy podcast. My name is Daniel Franco, your host. And today we have one of my favorite human beings, uh, Mr. Frank Vasalo. Welcome to the show. Very Frank. nice. Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> one of, oh, I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's tough to be here. <laughs> so you're sitting over there with yeah. a little bit of a head wobble, mate. You've got a little <laughs> bit of a cult following <laughs> in, in the agile space. Can, yeah. you, uh, can you explain to us how you became... The uh, the master of agile. Oh gosh, master of agile. That's big. That's <laughs> I don't know if my shoulders or oh, look. I'm, I have to be really humble about that. I uh, I think um, uh, it, you know in, in in Adelaide in my circles in Adelaide where I've, I've I've lived and and worked most of my life, apart from a few stints interstate and overseas. I've uh, I definitely got a, a taste of the agile ways of working and uh, appeal to me. You know, particularly um that humanistic people side of it yeah and it just seems like the the right way to work you know in the past today and in the future so it's something that i just became very um enthusiastic about and i think probably one of the big opportunities i've had in in recent times to uh participate and be involved um with the agile community in adelaide and outside of adelaide and you know even through you know, opportunities that came about through COVID last year was sort of broadening um, connections outside of Australia globally is that I just started to see the value in connecting with people. Yeah. So I think that's the main main <laughs> thing. It's just Isn't connecting it? and having an appetite for wanting to um, share knowledge and learn from others and also 
bring people together um, so they can connect and, and learn. So it's sort of this whole multifaceted approach. So as a result of that, I think the whole, you know, Frank Frank Vasalo, the you know, uh, one of yeah. you know, the agile guys in Adelaide, maybe of you know, it just sort of you've earned that title. came out of that. Yeah. Now you. You aren't like you're known in the circles. You've got a large following, meetup group in that sort of agile space. But yep. realistically, I think what you're saying is that that following has come from you actually just being a half decent person <laughs> and care and caring about people and caring about sharing and giving. Yeah, I, th- I think I you know I I enjoy the things I if I think about things I've really enjoyed over the last few years in particular as I got more involved with the Agile community um, was just, you know, seeing even just a little bit of, you know, a little bit of joy, a little bit of learning that someone can get or, or a connection. If I think about things that have really put a smile, you know, on my dial and I'm small, I smile quite a lot. That's what, you know, it's one of my <laughs> trademarks, I'm always smiling. But I, I think about just a, just a small thing connecting someone or, or just just bringing that bring people together and seeing that happen uh for no other no other reason actually and i think also i've got to a point where you know i've been around for a while i've been you know working in it for a few decades but i just got to a point where i just had no fear to to even put myself out there or um be that person in the room and you know sometimes it wouldn't work and sometimes it, it would but I, mm. I'd, I'd, I'd be happy i was just happy that i got to a point where i had no, just no fear to to try something out yeah great yeah, yeah i've seen you at a couple of those events and yeah. i've often thought to myself i don't know how he does it just roams the roams <laughs> the uh, roams the room and, and owns the room in the same token so I want to ask before we mm. go deeper. Can yeah. you just give us your version of what agile is? Ah, okay. Yeah, so my version, it it really it touched on what I was saying before about this. Um, what it attracts me to this whole sort of agile ways of working is that um, it's very much about people. So for me, particularly over the last. You know, 10, 15 years, of, uh, and and the, I feel like the whole work working environment, the whole world, we're going through this massive transition, and we're sort of probably in the midst of it at the moment. We're we're going from this what was and what worked well, you know, many years ago, industrial age, into this knowledge um, knowledge sort of based world and yeah. comp, you know complex world, and, yeah. and 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 work can be. You know, it can be a horrible place, right? And I've I've probably had my experiences over thirty odd years where it can be, you know, so so. Um, well, the, with, the, I mean, to back that up, yeah. the, the Gallup statistics at the moment suggest mm. that eighty five percent of people are disengaged in the workplace. So yes, you're yeah, not, that's right. You're not, so you're I'm, not, I'm not alone. Yeah. And, and there you have that. Yeah. So what is it? Fifteen percent are engaged, 15%, right? So and yeah. maybe fifteen percent of your time, even yeah. when you are in that group, you're engaged. Yeah. Like there's time. So yeah, it's, it's not uncommon. And why is that? A lot of it um, is probably around. Well, I think a, a big part of it is around the way the way that we work the way that works organized and the way people are organized to do work and the way they they're treated or managed mm-hmm. um so um when i started learning about agile um i started learning about as a lot of people do they start learning about frameworks and processes but then quickly you know you start to understand that it's really a mindset 
So mm. it's really, all, you know, it's a way of of thinking, a way of interacting. It's values and principles, isn't it? That's really? right. In yeah. Its so most purest. Yeah. Form. So uh, and I and I I know a, a lot of people use that term, and I do as well. That you've got the difference of of being agile versus. Um, Doing agile, you know, yeah. and maybe even use a capital A. Agile, yeah, the right? big A and the little yeah, A. Yeah, big A and little A. So it's that doing agile which is really vital, and that's that's where it just resonated with me. And over over particularly over the last ten years, become a bigger and bigger part about the way I think about uh, agility or the way that we work. And I guess ultimately, you're talking about you know employee engagement, fifteen yeah. percent. You know, w- whatever we do in our work life, we're doing it with other people, our colleagues, other employees, and we're doing it for customers. So mm. Agile for me is that humanistic way of working in, a, in, in the best way possible to keep improving yourself, your team, what you, what you do as a company, your products and services, and then also providing uh, that great experience for your customers. So it's a great way to deliver on those outcomes. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great way to do it. In, a, in what what is effectively a very complex world at the moment, and it's only going to become more complex. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, now you're a little bit of a, a self-proclaimed geek when it comes to the agile. I mean, you even know the yeah. whole backstory. Oh yeah, I guess I've got to, <laughs> you've gone and researched. Yeah. Actually, it's probably gone a bit too far with that because uh, I had a sometimes like these days, particularly with like training and when you get opportunities to work with teams or organizations just and they might just want an introduction or yeah start you know kick off around agile um some of the feedback i got recently was a great session could have probably done a little bit less on the history <laughs> so uh so sort of point taken there but yeah no i i i got i got pretty excited that was early this year because it was february february 2001 so yeah. just just over 20 years ago that um, so it was your twenty-year anniversary. It was a twenty-year anniversary in February, and there was a lot. There was a lot going on globally. Yeah. There was an Agile Twenty Reflect Festival that okay. was created. So it was just basically. I'm so surprised you know all this. I know all that. <laughs> stuff, yeah. Got sort of got immersed in that, and uh, it's, yeah, twenty years since these uh, you know seventeen um, can I say middle-aged white men yeah. you know uh, descended on uh, a mountain up in Utah to to ski and and eat and drink and basically went there to try to solve uh, solve a problem that was bothering them and a lot of people around that time around how to how um we could develop software better you know and it was yeah. so the the agile movement if you like the the agile manifesto as it's known uh, which is based around you know four values and 12 principles it was actually the um uh, the manifesto for agile software development yeah um because it was effectively the 17 people thought leaders and uh, experts and proponents of all these lightweight software development frameworks mm-hmm. and techniques uh, that came together uh, at that time and, and and came down from the mountain with the with the manifesto. Yeah, and and over the twenty years, it's 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 become something that's um, uh, and rightly so, and and in a good way, uh, in, into sort of more outside of software. So agile beyond it's grown IT, you grown know, and. IT. So yeah, so there's a there's a lot of history there. So you know, uh, I, I, the one the one thing I, uh, comes to mind that I just learnt recently uh, because of this Agile Twenty Reflect Festival. A lot of the a lot of the people there were a lot of events that were run, and I I tapped into a few of them, and one in particular 
from one of the 17 um, chaps that were up on uh, up on that mountain was Alistair Coburn, and he uh, he did a he did a really nice talk. So I'll just point people to it yeah. um, around the Is history. That like a TED talk. Or yeah, a... well, it was just a webinar that he okay. did a number for. Can a, you download a, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what's the where do we? Oh, I just if you sort of Google Agile Twenty Reflect Alistair Coburn. Okay. Um, yeah. um, you'll find it. And he did a few talks. Um, I might even share it when I yeah uh, we'll add it into yeah. the show notes. But um, yeah, and share it. He he talked about something because because one of the one of the issues I've had sometimes is that you know, agile has just become this in a way horrible word. You know, mm. this massive word. And what does it mean? Yeah, I remember we had a conversation people. once, and you was like, sometimes I don't even like bringing up the word agile. Yeah, I've, 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 I I I I did say that, and I say it often. Like, mm. I just wish that sometimes we could just take that that word out of the equation and have the conversation about you know the way we're working, what outcomes we want to achieve, and then because it's, it just becomes um, uh, can be can be misused or can be a lot of anti patterns that come out. Yeah. And, and agile has uh, you know so one of the for example one of the things I like to do. Initially, with with people, is is start to really understand what are we talking about when we're saying agile. What does it mean? It might mean a lot of different things, different people. Yeah. So communication within it is, is yes, needs that's to right. Be the, the, so, the, that, so that Alistair Coburn thing yeah. that, that struck me, which I didn't know until just recently, was that they were trying to determine what to call this manifesto. Oh, were they? And they the, the the last two words that were shortlisted were agile or adaptive. Right. And that, to me, I don't know. That's the geek for. Oh, that's wonderful. That is. They just goes to what show what prefer? a big part. Well, I th- yeah, I, I, I see the. I don't have a preference as such because it's a, a word. But I understand. Do you reckon that. you'd have a big adaptive and a little adaptive, like you know, the same uh, way you would have agile? Yeah, that's a hard question. I don't mm. know. Yeah, it, prob- probably because ultimately that only that happens because the change or that that transition to that way of working is maybe mis, misunderstood or misled. Mm. Uh, goes with and anything. it's easy. It's easy, right? So some, yeah, it's easier to do, do, do something rather than be something. That's so, true. Yeah. There's a lot of that people take a process or a framework or a system and run with it and, and almost believe it to be gospel and yep. when actually – if look, if there's anything I know about Agile, is that they say, look, these are the the four values and these are the twelve principles. However, do what's best for your company, right? Yeah. It doesn't need to be yeah. within those parameters to per, per se. Is that correct? Or? Yeah, I think it's it's like it's like everything, right? It's always contextual, and and that you can see the good and bad of both sides. So on one on one side. You know, and I and I and I and people like <coughs> smarter people than me, like Alistair Coburn mm. and, and others, uh, will actually say, well, if you're if you're going to adopt uh, an agile way of working, let's say you're adopting, you know, brand A framework, yeah, um, that when you start, you you should follow it to the letter, right, out okay. of the box, vanilla, and okay. um, and there's a reason for that, right? Like so. Um, if you're looking at that particular framework that's been developed and used, so like some of these frameworks that were in place well before 2001, yeah. so we're, you know, maybe 30, 40 years. But that's for software they, development though, you're saying? Software development or, you know, this could apply to anything that anything yeah. that you're doing. That so you even, so they, they built it for software development Yeah. and you're saying that they're even saying it works the same way if you keep within those parameters for everything? Well, 
let's just say specifically for I probably have to actually talk about a framework okay. to make make yeah, sense yeah. of this but and the most common one uh, that's used and 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 known and probably misused is is scrum yeah so and a lot of people associate scrum with agile and vice versa yeah, which yeah, is yeah. A, which is a, another topic we might come <laughs> back to that in a minute but scrum scrum is a product delivery framework so yeah, it was, okay. and and it's effectively a very simple process. It's like Kanban as well, isn't it? Well, Kanban is another method, is another right? Method. So under that whole agile uh, umbrella, mm -hmm. if you like, umbrella of uh, working in a certain way, uh, this mindset underpinned by these values and principles, there's probably 40, 50 frameworks yeah, and okay. growing, right? Yeah. And then there's, then there's a whole lot of practices. Mm -hmm. So these are the things that we, that we do. Um, when, when you're adopting those, uh, it's you know my my starting point was always be if once you determine that that's the best thing to try, is that when you start out, particularly if you're uh, it's new, is take it out of the box vanilla and and apply it. But what we tend to do is we may quickly start to bend it and break the rules, and then it doesn't it doesn't work the way intended. Yeah, and okay. we do that because we haven't done the other work okay. to change our mindset, our yeah. culture, bring the, the way that on, we work. The leaders, yeah, uh, it's a big big part of it. I think what what I've learned over the ten or so years of applying these agile frameworks is yeah I'd rather go in and not talk about agile, um, understand yeah what's what's the what's the culture what's the outcomes looking for mm. what's the leadership what are the what's the capability in the team and then start working through you know starting from where we are and and having some yep. sort of evolution about where we want to get to, and then part of that might be okay yeah we're going to bring in some agile ways of working. We're going to look at yeah. this framework Makes or sense. these practices. Yeah, so start from and then as you start right? using them and get better at them, then you can um, sort of uh, uh, adapt them a little bit. Yeah. So uh, again, better person than I. Definitely written books and all sorts. Alistair Coburn talks about shuhari, right? Okay. Which is shu, follow the rule. Um, uh, ha, which is the next stage of mastery. Um, um, uh, be the rule. Yeah, and then the, uh, the re is um, no follow the rule, bend the rule, make the rule. Uh, so okay. when you get to that level, then uh, you so when you start, you should start just sounds like a the karate rule. move, you know? Yeah, it probably does. And I and I, and I uh, it cost me a lasagna recently because <laughs> I used I used this. Why, why doesn't that yeah, no, no. So so what I use this uh, shuhari uh, when I work with teams, and I say, for example. If I'm going to make a lasagna, yeah. I, I have to follow the recipe, right? Yeah. It's I'm a shoe lasagna. Oh, yeah. And it will come out all right. I'll follow the recipe yeah, yeah. exactly to the letter. If my wife yeah. is going to make a lasagna, she can look in the pantry, look in the fridge. Throw she can be a ha, right? Yeah. She can just adapt it a little bit, just break the rule. Yeah. Uh, whereas my, my lovely mum, she's a re. Right, oh, she yeah. she is the rule. Right, yeah. she just makes the lasagna. Yeah, she's so she's at that mastery level. Experience, yeah, yeah. So that's a good one. Hey? Yeah, from a, a someone who else he's sitting here is Italian. I completely appreciate. But now you're making me hungry. <laughs> this, that, and that's what happened. With, that's what happened with this team. I made them hungry, and then for weeks they kept asking me when I was going to bring in the lasagna. Put a tray of lasagna. And, and and we did. We did. Yeah. That's brilliant. I like that analogy, though. I want to go back to the 17 guys sitting in a room, people sitting in a room mm. who are trying to um, solve a problem. Mm. So traditionally, it's boss says, I want to create this, team goes off and creates it, and then customer gets it, right? Is that sort of in, in its most basic yeah. form? What, what, what's there to what, – why did they see that as a problem? Well, I think 
the, the, the sort of problems, and I, and I was a developer, I was cutting code or just sort of going into project management around that time. Mm. And you still, you still see it today, particularly in that sort of uh, in that IT delivery world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you think you're dealing with stuff that's quite ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone that's been involved in any sort of software or products that are being, that are emerging, you know, the worst thing you can have is that traditional approach, sort of engineering approach where we try to capture a whole lot of requirements and then people go off into a room and build it and then come back yeah. months later and then show the customer. And invariably a couple of things happen. The world's changed. Yeah. Their views have changed. They're seeing something and then yeah. think of something else. Especially if it takes longer than a month, right? Yeah. yeah. And then so well, so there's all, all sorts of angst at the time and mm. uh, around pro- you know, things taking too long, costing too much money, um, and we're, we're not getting what we want at one end, right? And then on the other end, you've got these people like myself that were cutting code and developing and we, were, we couldn't get access to people, we couldn't get feedback and then, okay. you know, you're, you're sort of working, uh, you know, sometimes you felt like you've got like mushrooms working in the dark yeah. and then eventually you're, the, you're, you're sort of the tail on the dog, right? And you get, yeah. you're, getting, you're, getting, you're, getting you're getting whooped, whooped yeah. right? So not, not a good environment. Um, and that's effectively... Th- in 2001, like I said, a lot of those frameworks, those lightweight methods, are already in play. So they they were actually coming together. I think they were meeting quite often around that time, and some others. Yep. And on that particular time, they felt like they needed to come you know, come up with this idea to, to to develop this manifesto, which has been something then that spawned out this agile movement. And yeah, in the last 20 years, it's 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 definitely moved beyond IT and. Um, for a lot of a lot of reasons, that that, that way of working uh, just suits really well with our complex world mm-hmm. and the type of work that we do. I mean, there aren't many companies now that haven't you know they can't call themselves some sort of IT or software company yeah, in some shape or form. Yeah, there's this common uh, uh, talk that uh, all companies are software companies these days yeah, because they're yeah. all got some sort of software in their business, whether it be Microsoft 365 or Google or whatever it might be. Uh, what's, you know, you've gone off, I know recently through COVID, you went off and started your own business. You've Mm. been uh, working for businesses throughout your whole life, but recently in the past 12 months, started your own effective. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great work. When you walk into an organization now to help them or you speak to a leader to help them, they've called you and said, we need help. What does what does that look like? How does a mm. how does a business decide? Right, I need help with my project management yeah. methodologies or whatever it might be. Yeah, it's probably some recognition that either they uh, want to uplift existing capability and agile ways of working, and way maybe the way they're delivering projects or products or the services they provide, or there's some sources of you know dissatisfaction or some pain points or some opportunities they want to explore uh i I find it um interesting still that i've still meet organizations that it's relatively new to Mm -hmm. them i find that i find i always find that a little the 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 whole so they have not been aware of yeah or just uh not not yeah maybe have some awareness but yeah, at, at probably at an end of a spectrum that just still surprises me. Mm. So, um, uh, and, and maybe at, 
you know, and that's may, maybe judgmental just thinking about that. But, you know, the, the most common common reason that I would go into help uh, or, to, you know, support or coach or train would be to, to lift some capability within a team. Mm -hmm. uh, and their understanding of it. Their understanding, yeah. yeah. And, so and then why are you surprised that that Well, <laughs> no, just, just that. I guess, I guess it's only because I've been exposed to it for a yeah. long time. Yeah, and, and these people that you don't know what you don't know, right? So yeah, yeah. That's and why they're calling you? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it sounds a bit naive <laughs> on my part. But I, I think it's like, I, in some cases, everyone's at a different stage, yeah, right? Correct. And and. And and to be fair, most most of the time, I will mm. when I meet with people and and they they've there's a knowledge gap, right? A knowledge doing sort of gap. I would actually say to them, you're probably more agile than you think, mm. right? And and generally they are. Uh, it's just um, shifting the way they think about the way they work, yeah. and then maybe being prepared to try different practices. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. questioning their everyday and yeah. actually just putting it within a framework. Because so, yeah. they might just feel like they're out there airy fairing. Actually, no, I'm probably doing three or four of these points, right? So, I'm but how do I doing, bring it all yeah, together? How do I bring it yeah. all together? How do I add these extra ones to become more efficient? Yeah, we see the same thing with leadership and the coaching that we do mm. within Synergy IQ. It's there are you know we go and do a, a workshop for you know team building, uh, a leadership team building program or something like that, where we've got you know thirty different leaders within a business in one room and it's it's really it can be quite difficult because you do have different levels of leadership yeah you got those who are so much more self-aware than those who have been promoted into a role because of their technical ability and yeah. not really haven't really led people before so you i mean you would see the same thing with your with your work when that's you right into yeah and and in a lot of cases People have come together from different teams or different organisations, and maybe have had a flavour of this way of working, or you know where they worked before. They had, a, you know, a certain type of culture or a certain type of way they were led, or a certain team environment, yeah. and and they would apply different frameworks in a different way. So then, uh, coming to bringing them together for a, a new project or a new product or a new team, it's really about creating and co-creating a common agreed way of working. And then and then helping them work through that, yep. you know, in making those, well, you know, incremental change. I, I I have to admit, like years ago, I was I had no patience about this stuff. It was mm. I had you know, if I was working somewhere and we're going to adopt this way of working, I want it to be yeah, big all, bang, all flick the switch, blazing, yeah. you know, overnight. But now it's definitely, you know, because uh, we, we don't have that luxury. Also, you know, a lot of times working with teams and they still have to deliver, you know, their business as usual or whatever they've been doing up until that point. So mm. it's not like you can just, you don't want to throw everything out. Yeah. That would be completely wrong. You just need to start uh, having more, yeah, it's just a bit more of a patient approach from, you know, start from where you are, um, really, really through. observe what's going on and, and start working through incremental change. Make more change. substantial change. Yeah, over, over time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, there's no real end point either. No. It's not like you get to a point where, we, you like know, we're, we're agile now or, you know, we're, we're adaptive or, yeah. It's, well, a, it's ongoing. Your, your lasagna example is a great one. There's that's no, right. You don't stop making lasagnas when no, you know how to make a no, lasagna, right? That's right. So, I'm sure even I'm mum gonna, could. <laughs> I'm sure mum could even. <laughs> this is the wrong time of day to be talking there, about lasagna. There's a pizza shop down. <laughs> yeah, we might have to go. There <laughs> I think they're in the yeah. rezone, aren't they? We're going there we're after just, this. Yeah. Yeah. How? Um,
how would this fail when you go into a work when mm. you go into work with a company and they they say to you Frank we want to uh, become more agile mm. what's the caveat yeah well it's 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 easy for for this to fail because even though a lot of this is quite simple like you know you read the four values, they make sense, you read mm. the principles, you look at these frameworks, they're just simple. But mm -hmm. it's incredibly hard to um, to implement, execute because… And be disciplined enough to… Yeah, well, it's, it's because of the change. Mm. It's, it is just a, it's a significant change in… And I always look at it in, in, a, in, a, in a few levels, right? So you've got individuals, right, particularly because I do a lot of work with teams, so there's individuals right across the organisation, but in the teams and even, the, you know, everyone. That's an individual person. Yep. Then you've got teams, maybe whatever, five, seven, nine people, and you've got mm -hmm. multiple teams. So you've got all these teams and you've got all these leaders. Then you've got the whole organisation. So you've got culture, leadership, the way people work as teams and the individuals. It's very, really complex, right? Yep. So there's lots of ways for it not to work because... Mm. Um, trying to get everyone to shift and work in a, in a new way. Especially from an organisational level. That's right, yeah. If you're so, just working with the IT team, for example, it might yeah. be a bit, bit easier. But when you have to... Even, that, even that's difficult because yeah. uh, this is a common thing that happens um, and it's happened uh, even when I was working within organisations as an agile practitioner you know, in project management or leading teams. Um, Frank, we've got this new project and we can't do it the old-fashioned way we, we've got to take this agile approach so go in there and create a scrum team and you know get things done faster yeah. and quicker and cheaper and it's like you know <laughs> initial thought early days yeah I can't, great i get yeah. a chance to do this yeah, yeah when you go and do it is what you find is that you've just got this little little pocket down deep in the organization that's trying to work this way but it keeps butting up against the bigger beast. Uh, yeah, the bigger beast. So that's mm. where uh, the whole thing falls apart. And that in itself is probably one of the most common um, starting points which I see where um, organisations get wrong or uh, is when the decision's made, you know, that we want to use mm. this particular framework. So, I, And I'm not picking on Scrum. I, I, I love Scrum. It's a great product delivery framework. It's simple but it's hard to implement. And it is the right thing to use in a lot of cases, but it's also not the right thing mm. um, to use in certain cases. Or it can be used uh, in a positive way all the time. I, yeah. I, you know, I would really believe that. But I, I believe the same thing about a lot of the other frameworks. But Scrum is the one that most people know about. It's the most commonly used. So the starting point is always, all right, come in. We want to get this team operating using this agile framework. But the whole thing will fall apart if we don't have everything else in place, which mm. is we don't have um, the culture, the organisation, the leadership that's required, yeah. those, that mindset, values and principles. So uh, a good example, uh, I'm looking at a glass of water here, yeah. is um, if you think about water, right, water, you think that's the value. The value is the water, what we drink, what we need. Uh, and that, if, if you think of that as agile, Agile is the water, yep. right? But uh, a water bottle you, is, is, is like the framework. It holds, it's a container for the water. Mm -hmm. So Scrum can be the water bottle and okay, Agile so is the water, right? Okay. So you put the water into the bottle and you've got 
the value there yes. from Scrum holding the water, which is valuable. But if you don't have water, you've just got the bottle. There's no there's there's no value there. Or sometimes, yeah, okay. this sounds a bit weird as I'm saying, but sometimes you don't need a bottle. You might just need a glass. Yeah, so okay. a different a different container, a yeah, different framework. It's a different framework. Yeah. So and that's you. Yeah, other you seventy other might ones be your you, other other yeah, way. So other. Scrum Scrum is a great framework, but on its own, without that agile mindset, you know. So uh, Scrum to it, me just seems like a bunch just like and this is a very naive and <laughs> naive or ignorant whatever the word is um, statement, but it just seems to me simple goal setting. Right? We want to achieve certain goals in a certain, yeah, it's, a certain it's, amount of time. It, it, Scrum Scrum's made up around. Um, uh, it, it's it's a product delivery framework which helps teams collaborate mm. uh, in short feedback loops with their customer. Or their yeah, well, I'm talking to, from a sprint uh, perspective. Yeah, it's like get, this is what we want to achieve in the next month and we two sprint, weeks yeah, or two week weeks or whatever. Or whatever yeah, yeah. Set your, and then once we've done that, we, we go to the backlog and bring in a new one. Like that's kind of way my brain yeah, thing. I don't yeah, think it's it is it's not it, rocket It's science. a very simple. In yeah. fact, uh, they talk about you know three, four, three. Scrum is. Three roles, you know, the, the, the product owner decides mm. what we're going to do, the team who decide how we're going to do it, and, yep. um, and um, then they have the, the, the scrum master who is like a servant leader yep. to, the, to the team and the product owner. And then there's four ceremonies, yep. and a daily scrum, and then there's the planning, what yep. we're going to do in the next two weeks. At the end of the two weeks, review it and then have a retrospective, mm. which is a big part of Agile, and then... Basically, three products. You just talked about one, the backlog. Yeah. What's the next stuff we're going to take in? What's our plan for the next two weeks or whatever? And then the actual, the important thing is the product you're delivering. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's simple. That's a, uh, actually Scrum Alliance. That's there. I had. Well, I used to have the T-shirt. I was such a geek. <laughs> yeah, Scrum is simple, you, you but it, Scrum, is, Scrum is simple, but it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's most things, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's the, like the the concept of most things are fairly simple. It's just their discipline to be able to deliver it properly. Is, yeah. So is I mean, thing. so for people new to agile or wanting to adopt an agile way of working, that would be one of my number one tip. Don't just start. You know, don't go to Bunnings and buy a hammer and then come around and start looking and for go, the nails. Yeah, right. Where's my, where's start the start with thinking about looking at you know. Um, what you, what it is you're trying to achieve? You know, look look around at the environment. Where, where's where's the pain? Where's the opportunities? And then start exploring little things you can change. Sometimes you can become uh, more. You can definitely become more agile just by starting to remove something. Yeah. So even that is a simple starting point. What can we start to remove? So I, let's just let's use an example then. I'm yeah. a, I'm a senior leader. That's just been recruited into this new comp into this company, and I have worked with Agile, my you know past yep. ten years, and I want to introduce this methodology into this new company. But, I, and I understand that I need to look at the organisation, the culture, and where mm. it currently sits. Yeah, and I pitch this to the leadership team, and they're happy with the way. We're currently working. Mm. Then what happens? Yeah, yeah, and that, that that's a common a common thing at, at, at a lot at, of levels at, because we, we've done this for seventeen years. Yeah. I, you know, sorry, I heard that the other day. Yeah, um, why do we need to yeah. change? We're successful. Yeah, I, I I started this mantra of 
definitely what I love the most about what I'm doing at the moment is 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 um, uh, facilitating co-creation mm. amongst people, where you know, okay, in that case, you've got some people that are thinking one thing. This this one person that's yep. come in, maybe yep. maybe he or she's got the most influence, so maybe he or she gets her way. Right, mm-hmm. that can happen too. But ultimately, what's great is being able to take people through, um, and there's lots of lots of great techniques in order to do this around understanding what could be possible or what you know. There, there's always something, mm. right? unless you've got completely, you know, a completely closed, fixed mindset across the board, and everyone just wants things to stay the same, mm. and that's it. Then good luck, right? Yeah, but yeah. Um, so. If I'm having that sort of challenge, I, I would start to frame it. Or let's let's try an experiment, or you know, like and and this is where I've got personally, and I've got better over the years. I, I had a lot, you know, a lot of emotion in the past, <laughs> but I would try Didn't to we all? Yeah, try to frame. <laughs> still do probably, but you know, try to frame things around experiments or actually getting more better at looking at data, right? Mm. Uh, and and some of that data can be just by going back to what I was saying. What I'm really enjoying is engaging groups of people and getting them to co-create by uh, generating ideas and insights yep. from a from a from a large from a group of people small or large but ultimately then shift getting them to shift the dial on where they where they want to go and what they want to try next um so yeah leadership don't know if that answers no, your no, question. Well, it, well, it does yeah. i think where i'm i guess where i'm trying to dissect is how important is leadership to the success mm. of ad- bringing agile into an organization if they're not on board is yeah. it deemed to fail straight away yeah so there's no point yeah forget it yeah yeah it's it's critical i mean it, it there's never just one thing right so but but that's but yeah you a need a big piece of it yeah you yeah if you haven't got that um then it, it's it's doomed to fail i i i'm i've got a big Sort of passion also around you know um, the future of work and you mm-hmm. know these very really progressive self self managing um, organisations mm-hmm. you know I'm sort of big big on that read a lot about it yeah. and um, um, there you go plugging my other meetup re- yeah. reinventing work Adelaide yeah. which is really you know cool where we look at these organisations and I, uh, one of the books that got me into that was uh, Frederick Leloux reinventing organisations yeah. and um yeah just i remember reading that book and then getting late late into the book and then it said it almost just said um by the way if you don't have a ceo or a board that are on board with this then forget it forget so it I, yeah. okay should have put that i read 370 <laughs> pages but and and even even in even in our group where we come together and talk about frustrations of you know and yeah. what we feel and it's not about pointing a mirror at leaders saying you're doing a bad job it's just that Things are changing, and maybe things can be different. We want distributed decision making. We want yeah. different, you know. Well, it's a leader's power. job to remove the bollards in the way that, that can enable yeah. this, yeah, to work. So if you don't have that, and you're trying to adopt agile ways of working, or you know, new ways of working that align better to um, the way we need to work to do the work we do, which is knowledge based work. Uh, com- it's complex, you know. Ooh. It's that whole VUCA, right? Volatile, yeah. uncertain, complex, ambiguous. If you don't have that style of leadership, then you're going to have, and which is what we do have, 85% of people disengaged. Mm. But, you know, it doesn't mean you can introduce an agile. If you introduce agile poorly, 
you probably still have 85% yeah. of people disengaged because so, you need the leadership, you need those, you need all those levers working together, right? Yeah. The organization, the leadership, even the teams, right? There's, you know, I work with a lot of teams. Some of the people don't want it. They, they still just want to come in and be told what to do and mm. want to work in the, the way they've been working for a long time. They don't see the benefit in, cha- in that change. They like the silos. Well, there you go. They okay, don't so want to collaborate. This, this will lead <laughs> yeah. into so uh, you know it's it's everyone's got a part to play in it, but you know intrinsically, I think leadership's got a a bigger stake in the game because yeah. they're the ones ultimately creating that environment. All right. So I'm that mm. leader mm. that I discussed before. Like, so yeah. like that person that comes in and says we want to move to an agile way of working. How do I sell it to the business? How do I paint the picture? What does mm. great look like? What's an organization that is doing, you know, you talked about mm. your work and looking at it yeah. successful. What is an organization and what does it look like? What does it look like? Yeah. That is successful using the agile methodology. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could. I, 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 I think the first one that comes to mind is um, um, an REA group. You know, they created a realestate.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I haven't worked or been inside that organisation, but I've, I've heard um, Nigel Dalton, who, who's no longer with them, but he, his, he was the chief inventor. Uh, that was his role, chief inventor at the REA Group. Pretty cool job and a great speaker. He's actually the godfather of Agile in Australia. Yeah. And I've heard him speak a couple of times. Um, and... Um, it's it's a pretty cool guy actually because he, he actually does not he's one of the few people I know in that in that sort of sphere that well he does not have a LinkedIn profile. Oh really? He's very big on Twitter. Yeah. But Nigel spoke spoke about REA Group, and uh, and I think for me this just hit the nail on the head because he was saying you know we are uh, a very you know uh, agile uh, company and probably they're probably one of the leaders in uh, agility in Australia for yeah. a long time. But they don't talk about agility as such. They 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 sort of get teams to. Uh, so one of the things he talks about is that the teams self-assess themselves on how they're going. Okay. And they just um, they look at five things. Um, are we um, visualizing our work? Hmm. So and and when when they say visualizing, the meaning is everything that we're doing known to us and everyone else. Like hmm. It's tr- transparency. Yeah. yeah great. Is the work prioritized? So. Everyone knows what's important. We're all focused. Mm-hmm. So it's a big part of agility, right? You know, like if you really want to get shit Absolutely. done, well, you've got to limit the discipline limit the, that comes with yeah, it. Yeah, right. uh, limit the work in progress. So, it's pro- <coughs> so we visualise the work, we prioritise the work. We own the work, mm-hmm. so we own it. So we're not waiting for someone to push something onto us. You know, we're, it's a pull system. That's yep. a little Kanban principle. You need to pull yep. the work. Yep. You're going to own it. If you need help, I'm going to help you. Um, so visualised. Prioritised, owned. We have daily conversations, whatever that means, right? We just we're having conversations. Yeah. We're not hiding behind processes. And we don't and tools. necessarily need to stand up. We can sit down and have those. You can comments. sit down. <laughs> you can sit down. I think there's a point to sit down. Uh, well, however you do it, right? Yeah. Uh, that's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, and then the far, and the final one, which is a really big thing, is that you, you're stopping uh, at regular times to reflect and improve, right? Mm. You know, looking at the system at work. And, and so it's really common sense, right? Yeah, and, um, agreed. Um, you know, again, I'm not I'm not on the on his payroll, but Alistair Coburn, he 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 got frustrated. He got frustrated with the whole agile, you know, 
industrial complex and all this stuff that was coming out and I don't know, 10 or so years ago, came up with his um, heart of agile, right? And it's a really simple, you know, collaborate, deliver, uh, reflect, improve, mm-hmm. right? And there's things be- below that, but, you know, it's deeper than just that. But ultimately, this stuff's really simple mm-hmm. and the heart of it is uh, is around the way we do those things. So back to your example before, like when we were, de- you know, developing software back in the day, there was no, it was all thrown over the fence stuff. Yeah. Throw it over to the next guys and the next group and the next group. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. So, but I think mm. where I'm going with this, and I'm mm. sorry if I put you on the spot, but no, if we can't rattle off 20 companies right now, mm. which companies are all doing, uh, how do we measure success then? Yeah. How do we actually measure the agile is the, the right methodology? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I see your point. And I, I think, it, you know, could I rattle off? Companies in Adelaide that I've seen that are doing it really, really well. I, I, I sort of, I feel like I can't. Um, mm. I, I could probably say companies I think are, um, um, that are doing a good job of it. Uh, I think that's part of my utopian reading. Yeah, or, well, when I look at companies around the world and I say, "Oh wow, look at those guys!" Well, yeah, I've never seen anything like that in Adelaide. So, for example, you know, if you really look around. Um, I'll, I'll just stick with Adelaide, right? Like, there's there's lots of um, innovative ways to run and lead and manage organisations with your staff and for your customers that we don't even. I, I, I'd find it really hard to find anyone practicing some techniques. So we have very traditional budgeting, mm. very traditional ways of managing performance in our staff. There's lots of things yeah. that are, you know. Um, it's part of what we're trying to uncover with reinventing work. You know, we, earlier this year we had someone come in and talk to us about beyond budgeting, which yeah, is yeah. a complete um, different way of looking at the way you do budgets, mm. right? And and a lot of it goes back is actually based around principles and mindset. Uh, I don't see organisations in Adelaide doing that. And in our little group, the people that are coming are frustrated with the environment yeah. they're in, but there isn't anyone in the room that can actually make the significant change. Mm. So all we can do is um, um, is try to make that little incremental changes from where, wherever we are. Mm. Yeah, and try to try it's, to. It's, a, it's an interesting. It's one that I've always thought about. Uh, at the agile is mm. how do we? Measure, how do you measure? How do you yeah. measure? the benefit of following this particular yeah. methodology well, compared to any other methodology? Well, one, one of the measures, so, uh, and I'm, I'm pretty big on that when mm. we're starting, say, a coaching program yeah. or a piece of work is that we identify how we're going to measure something, even if it's just an experiment. So you know, something simple, tangible, intangible. So a, a good one to measure would be staff engagement. Most organisations do the yeah. surveys. Yeah. So, you know, we get a baseline you know, with this team or with this unit or the whole organisation mm. and, and seeing seeing if that shifts the dial. Probably the, the critical one is um, looking at the outcomes you're trying to achieve. Well, that's how, where how I you, would assume yeah, most of it should right. come from. So even even that question about, if I think back now to what you just asked me about, companies doing, you know, great agile, probably the the, the answer should be who's who's getting great outcomes That's yeah. and, who you know, who cares if they're, yeah, using agile or call it agile or uh, whatever yeah. they're doing. So that that's one a good bit of advice I got from a. a so a, all, so basically, all world leading companies are doing it 
doing well. well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but even then, are they it would be interesting to look under the well, covers. This is this is Are they will those companies turn around and say, "Oh, we owe this all to our agile methodology"? Like, or they might say, "Hey, buzz off, Frank. We've, we've got, <laughs> we're using scientific <laughs> we're, management, we're, and it works just fine." Yeah. Well, yeah, the, yeah. and I'm not trying to. Uh, yeah. I'm not trying to. You know, downplay the importance of it. I think yeah. it's just. From a selling point of view, they're yeah. trying to work with leaders who aren't agreeing to take this on. It's 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 an influence thing. Look, these are the companies that are using it, and this is the benefit. This is how quickly they move this product yeah. through the line. Um, if we can show those examples, yeah. then we can get leaders on board quicker. Because it's help you know, talking you're talking especially if you're going to the CFO and trying to get these people. On. That's exactly how do I. Tell you about the return on investment of using this methodology. We can yep. see things go through quicker at thirty percent. This means it's less, uh, whatever, yep. and we save millions or yep. whatever it might reduce be. Reduce risk, or it's all know. about bu- yep. building a business case, right? Yep. So I think that's what I'm trying to get to: is how do we help people sell, understand that? Yeah, uh, yeah, sell it to the business if they're yeah. trying to bring it in. I I, I know, um, you know, if the conversation, yeah, if I was talking to a CFO or a CEO or CIO. And said, oh, I can come in and, you know, you're going to create this, uh, I can help you create this wonderful agile team and you're just going to be the best agilist in the world. He'd probably just look at me, his eyes will glaze yeah. over and go away. Yeah. But if I came in and said, going to help you save money or deliver yeah. faster oh, and, and have a happy workforce, you know, maybe, you know, the folks say, okay, now, yeah. now I want to have a chat. The previous project, yeah. we ran two projects simultaneously, one with an agile methodology, the other one without one, and we saw a 30% or whatever it might be. Yeah. Yeah. If you can show some data, yeah. what you've done previously. It's, 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 it's definitely an area that I know from, you know, again, personal view that it's, it's a big, big part to, to build on mm. because it's, it, it's, you know, where's that, um, where's that value? Mm. I don't know. I, I know from my coaching and it might not be that simple. I'm, I'm no, probably, no, no. Yeah. But I know from a coaching, from a coaching perspective, particularly of individuals or small teams, um, yeah, you just look for a new, you know, what I, I hope for, you know, a new thought, a new action, something that comes out of it, and then mm. something you can look at later. Like, okay, how did that go? So you can sort of measure it. But at that level, I guess that more. Let's you know, call it out C-suite level. It's a different, yeah. different set of uh, thinking that's it going is. on there. Yeah, yeah, and that's really if, you, if we're talking about uh, implementing change within an organisation, we need to be able to convince those yes. who sit within yep. the you know the decision making realm that w- why this is important. Mm. And if we need, and we need to get these guys yeah. on board to deliver because we know it works, right? Like I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, no, it's, it's about wh- how you can have that or, or uh, you know co-create it correct with, with people. Spot on. Yeah. I know, I know from the my you know down the line project management days. So I did that for a long time, and that, that's what how I started getting exposed. To agile ways of working for yeah this makes a lot more sense to me yeah is that you know you, you you generally would create a plan and costs and time and yeah. what you need to deliver something when you knew the least about it yeah and then you just you know hang on to it for dear life for the next <laughs> 18 months because you got to tell you're getting measured yeah. and there's no yeah. there's no golden arrow yeah. is there like it every every situation is different i do i am interested in how because I know one of the values 
the agile values is enable face-to-face interactions, right? That's one of the twelve. Not uh, one, one of values. Principles. One of the tw- one of the twelve. Yeah, values. one of the one of the yeah one of the values is individuals and interactions yeah. over processes and yeah. Tools so, and but then the, one of the principles, principles. is face to face. Now, yeah. how has that gone over the pandemic when we've moved to Teams? Is that is, you know we talk about sticking within the parameters? All of a sudden, that's blown out. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know, I think it's. There's lots of i there's there's ideal um, uh, ideal scenario like yeah. ideal environment like so the, you know the the best environment you can have with with say a team working in agile ways that they're all co-located mm. and, they, and they're all cross-functional yeah. and you know all their conversation happening you know face to face they're in the same room you know even that because you can hear a conversation there's all this intrinsic knowledge that you get. If you can, you know, I can hear, yeah. you know, you're talking to Gabby at the other end of the room about something. Yeah. But um, when you don't have that, then you just have to um, create environments, you know, create create an, a, a way of working to deal with that. So, yes, with the pandemic, you've sort of lost that. So we're on we're on Zoom or, or whatever. Yeah. Has it know. affected the way it's, it's working? I, I, th- I, think, I think it has to a point. I think there's – I know when I've gone back into face-to-face – uh it's it's better yeah um, how do you do a stand-up <laughs> you just sit down <laughs> i think uh, so just a bit i get i get so cross with the stand-up stuff but anyway yeah that's a good point <laughs> i mean uh, and you know what I, I always tend to ask you know i, I say that you know the, the mantra is take it to the team yeah how, how do you want right. how do you want to deal exactly. with this you know Absolutely. if the team want everyone to stand you know or if the team wanted, you know, I, I think that's a, I think that's a, it's a, a, a naff, it's a bad example because yeah. there's actually, there's actually another side to it where, you know, you know, uh, people may not be able to, right? Correct. Think, uh, you know, yeah, just, well, that's exactly right. So, um, but um, yeah, the face to face, I think there is, there's definitely, it's, it's better. Like you can imagine if we were doing this remotely, would there be a lot that we wouldn't get? Well, this get. is the big part yeah. of the reason um, early on we would started the podcast and then the pandemic here and mm. it was, we were trying to figure out if we could do it over zoom and yes you can but it's yeah, just not it's not the same it's not the same but but that example that that principle and a, a common thing i like to do with teams is is look at the principles as a group and we, you know start out and and agree to what you know which of these things are we doing well or what what you know how, what does that mean to us right mm. in our context and that ch- context changes all the time so we're not if their agreements are that we're going to have face-to-face conversations about certain types of work or um, uh, items, mm-hmm. and not do it on email and not do it on phone or whatever, and then things change, then re re reevaluate that, right? So, yeah. you know, for me, the key one there would be, um, you know, how 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 do we make those interactions work? Mm. Yeah, and then now we're being adaptive. <laughs> now we're being adaptive. Yeah. Maybe it is a better word. Yeah. Well, it's all I about, do like the word adaptive. I must <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably makes more sense. <laughs> it does a yeah. little bit. Uh, so, do you, in saying, so talking about the pandemic and the way we've worked mm. over the past 12 months, do you believe that the agile methodology will survive through this hybrid way of working? Or what are you. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think so. Mm. I think, yeah, I don't, I don't see. Yeah, I think depends I think, if you're looking at the little A or the big A. Yeah, well, I, I, I said my 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 um, starting point. I always fall back to the little A, yeah. right? So I think that's the important part mm. about how people work together. And you know, even pre-pandemic, there's a lot. You know, particularly in my world, it was working a lot with distributed teams. Anyway, we had 
people offshore and yeah. different time zones. Um, yeah. I th you know, I think, uh, you know, the future, I'm, I'm seeing teams coming back together or in, in, yeah. in, uh, in an office environment and, and it's good that they come to some agreements about maybe doing that on certain days or times when they are, they are together. Um, but I think from a, you know, this whatever the future holds, it's a little bit of a guess, isn't it, mm. really? But I think agile as a as a way of working, the mindset, values and principles and how that's translated, I think that, yeah. that still holds up. Yeah. There, are, there yeah. are some people in that 17 that went up in the mountain that don't want to have anything to do with it. Oh, really? Yeah, because for them it got twisted and, and got taken down a road that was never their intent. Yeah, yeah. So they, they're completely, for them, agile is dead. Mm. Uh, which is, um, it's always a nice way to start an Agile conference. I've heard someone say, yeah. what happened to the Agile is dead. What do you yeah. think about that? Yeah. Well, that but, was going to be one of my next ah, questions. Ah, right. Yeah. Is, is do, it, do you think that the big A, mm. Agile, is dead? No, I don't think that's dead either. I think, you, I think yeah, I think you've got to do that well as well. Mm. Um, but you can't, like I said, you can't do that in isolation. There's no point in having a water bottle. With nothing in it, so yeah. you can. So you need some sort of framework. But yeah, you, but you're not. You're I'm, agno not, I'm agnostic. You, you, I was going to say yeah. you're agnostic on yeah. framework. Yeah, I am. Um, you're just actually looking. You actually train and coach people on how to just deliver a project. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I might take them through particular frameworks or yeah. practices or you know mindset or different techniques. Mm. Um, and I think there's a lot in in combining certain uh, frameworks. Uh, a lot of it will depend. It, it, it's, it's a horrible thing to have to say. It depends a lot on the context, but mm. um, the, and I don't know all the frameworks, but you know I know some of them. So um, what I find useful is actually to partner up with other people mm. that have the skills and specific skills in certain areas. Yeah, so absolutely. my I, I really have more of a I guess passion for that that um, the, the little a the, the the being agile side and helping people uh, through that, and then. When I reach a point where need other expertise, and that's when I would help people find that that expertise or or work with them, because mm. there's lots of aside from the frameworks, there's a myriad of tools, mm. and and then also techniques, right? So if you get really deep into that technical side, technical agility, um, that's another uh, area in itself. And I think so. I think you need both. You yeah, know? it's a little bit like the values. The values are. Um, that's a, a good one that's misunderstood. Working software or working product, whatever it is, mm. over comprehensive documentation. It doesn't mean we don't document. Yeah. Uh, it just means we value, you know, we value the working software, working product more. Yeah. Uh, and it's the same thing with this sort of like um, being agile over doing agile. They're both important, but there's more value in, in being, in agile, being agile, agile. And you need that. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, where does where does change management come and into play into yeah. play in this whole space? It's all it's all um, it's like it's completely integrated. I'm locking my my hands, hands here. Together, my, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a, it's a big part. And and my my experience with uh, agile initiatives, you know, adopting agile ways of working, um, is that the change effort is generally underestimated. Mm. Oh, no, we see that. You all see that the time. all the time. Yeah, mm. so it's just underestimate. It's a big part, right? Mm. So, yeah, the sim the simple part about this is um, if you're looking to uplift 
or make make significant change in the, in that in this this type of working. Um, and you know, I've drunk the Kool Aid, so that's it. I'm done. I'm there. Yeah. Uh, but there'll be people that, you know, it, it's like with any any change that are already there that mm. are championing it. But there's there'll yeah. be a lot of resistance, and there'll be a lot of fear, and there'll be a lot of things that are difficult for people um, to adapt to. Mm. Because it is completely different. So, yeah. uh, you know, a, t a person in a team that used to be told what to do, you know, and then all of a sudden they're told to self-organise with their colleagues. I mean, they just, you know, that's a big change. Yeah. And uh, so it's it's a big part of it. Well, there's and an it, education piece into how to do that, isn't it? Yeah, there's there's that and also getting... Yeah, it's that, that, that mindset, sh mindset shift, shift is, yeah. is, is, is big and... Um, I think you know, change management has a big role to play in that and helping people navigate that, you know, that yeah. make that bridge, right? Yeah, so, it's making the journey yeah. a much more enjoyable one yeah. along the way, isn't it? Yeah. So you start with this is this is our culture, this is our organisation, our leadership, our teams, and then to move to a you know whatever that next iteration is mm -hmm. that's ongoing. I think that's the thing. It's an on, it's ongoing. It's fluid. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I think we're coming up to, we're pretty much past that hour mark. Oh, now. gosh. We've gone, we've flown through. That went fast. It does. What is your future outlook for mm. this community? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think um, from, from my perspective, it's... It's really going back to where I was starting that that community collaborating, mm -hmm. um, and like I was just touching on, there's that, there's you know I'm there's only certain aspects that that I or that we can do individually mm. or even as small groups. So it's about the way we can come together and do work collectively yeah. and, and and solve problems and make 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 the world a better place. I mean, I, I definitely. Um, business agility, like agility outside of IT, it's not something new. Mm -hmm. But I think there's still a, there's a long way to go there, and that's a lot of opportunities there. And that's yep. that's what I'm I'm quite passionate about. That absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it's 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 an ongoing. Uh, someone said to me recently, which I quite like that that uh, analogy because you know I hate that word. It's a journey. Yeah, you know, it's like it's a dance, right? So it's we're having dance. this. Oh, yeah. We're having it, and the dance will continue. That's as it. life will, it might even itself will will shift and adapt a little bit, but it will yeah. continue. We just need to be, um, you know, ready ready for what's ahead. And That's that, it. Yeah. A new song will come on. We just need a new moves. We need to create some new moves. <laughs> well, there you go. There's yeah. your next one. Are you going to grab seventeen of your closest mates? And go up to the ski resort and come up with. with I don't your, want to ski. I've tried it <laughs> once. <laughs> a COVID. Fine. Well, you could come up with a new methodology. Based on the the hybrid model, oh, there's, there you go. There's look, an there's, idea there's for too it. many of them. <laughs> I, 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 seriously, today I saw a post. This you know, there's, there's another. I think it's called. Um, actually, it goes back to your question, mate. It, it's called. Uh, it caught my eye because it was remote AF. Yeah, which had a bit of a connotation. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Then I, I clicked <laughs> the link. <Remote> to, <laughs> yeah, and I clicked the link, yeah. and it's and then it's it's basically remote. Agile, remote Agility Framework. Okay. And there's a whole lot of AF references. Okay. So, I thought, ah, oh, here's another one. Like yeah. There are, there's, there's also, there's a few different, you know, 
blends and flavors of yeah. agility framework, requisite agility. So yeah, there's yeah, all, yeah. there's, there's another there. group that came out we and did. More, um, we don't need more. To I don't think people. so. No yeah. outcomes. Yeah, that's outcomes. Right. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. Frank, was you, right, at the end of the show, we really like to ask you quick fire questions to kind of put you on the spot a little bit. Okay. If you've listened to any of the other podcasts, you probably come prepared. If not, then so be it. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> the um, we're big listen, uh, big readers here, uh, so I'm really interested in the books. And you've mentioned, oh, yeah. mentioned a few yep. th- throughout the way. So, can you recommend someone or recommend one of the uh, the books that had the biggest impact on you in your career? Yeah. Oh, just just of late, um, the I was, I was trying toy up between two one one is well, le- 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 leading together leading together. so susan basterfield um we've actually done i've done some um liberating structures okay. work with her yeah. um she's one of the authors I'm, I've, I've just actually read that late last year mm. i really like that book because it's it takes that book from frederick lalu reinventing organizations mm. and actually starts to show you how to apply it. Okay. So as I said, in that book, he sort of gets to the end and says, if you haven't got a CEO or board, you know, thinking like this, then good luck. But there are things that you can yeah. practically do to introduce um, these new ways of working. So Susan and the group that she sort of um, works with, they, they're really big on this, um, you know, self-managing, self-organising uh, yep. organisation. So leading together. Leading together. Yeah. Is that uh, so that's number one? Number two? Yeah. The other one would be From the Ready, which is uh, Brave New Work from Aaron Digman. Oh, yeah. 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 That's uh, uh, that one there was also something I read. I probably read that a few years ago mm-hmm. and that's what really got me, you know, really looking at this, uh, the way we need to work in the future. Mm-hmm. So. Um, to that step from, I guess, my, where I started out in my project delivery, agile delivery, to really start to get that focus about how we should be treating each other and how yeah. we need to work. So, yeah, Aaron Digman, The Ready. No, From yeah. The Ready, from Brave the New Work, yeah. Number really? two, yeah. Um, if you had, if you could visit your 10-year-old self, what advice would you give yourself? Ah, listen to dad. <laughs> listen to your dad. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I think I, th- I think it would be just to to um, take some more risks. Don't be afraid. Mm. Yeah, and um, and don't stop. Don't stop learning. Be true to yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ten years old. I'm just trying to think where I was. When I was yeah, 10. I know. I probably was getting taught by some nuns. <laughs> They got a lot to answer for. Yeah. No, I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah. We're talking about a long time ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, a lot I, of people it, in this room weren't born then. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I reason why I asked yeah. that is because, you know, I've got two young kids and I like to hear yeah. the advice that you would give. And yeah. I, I, could, I could phrase it into what would you give, what advice would you give it to the young generation yeah. today? But yeah, well, it's the same thing. It's really. a beautiful question. Like, yeah. I've got an 11 year old at home, mm. so I'm going to go. See him after this, so yeah, I think I can, it, it it's, is it's one like because what you've said, don't be afraid to take some risks, make some mistakes. It's the growth mindset, yeah, uh, yeah, methodology, and, and, really. and that's what I like, right? When I know with my son, when I went to his um school one day when he was in year two or three, and I was in the classroom looking around, and there were all these little pictures, and I, I use those pictures in my workshops so, mm. around growth mindset, mm. and, and I just hope. 
that the organisations, institutions that we create in the future that he's going to go into and, and all our kids are going to go into yeah. are, have actually adopted the thing, you know, this right way, you know, I believe it, it's the right way of working yeah. into the future and not that they then get, they go through all this and then get lumped into institutions and organisations that are managed the yeah. way that they, you know, have, have been for hundreds of yeah, years. Yeah, I've got... You, you know, that's that, that whole utopian thing about... It is. We, sh- we need to have a better way. I got a I got a theory about this that if, unless you're a business that it's adopting an innovative culture and a, you know and that growth mindset mentality, you're going to get left behind because mm. essentially you're going to have a, our kids' generation. My I've got a nine year old and a seven year old. Mm. They're 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 going to be very self aware from the sense of what what they're actually trying to achieve here, and if they walk yep. into a business. And they're not allowed to try something new. They're going to walk out. Yeah, they're going to. Uh, so, so we're in the midst of this. We're we're part of this transition. Yeah, we are yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope that yeah. I yeah hope. educate my children enough yeah. to understand that they they you know their own values and whatnot. So, uh, what's one item on your bucket list other than learning how to make lasagna? Yeah, and well. I think from a, from a, apart from golf because that's my big passion outside yeah. of my family and work. I, th- I, I think I think to if I if my bucket list in terms of my professional work would be I've just started you know Effectiva, you know more effective. Yep. Um, and I'd love to be able to just keep doing it till I, till I uh, you know retire whatever that means. Yeah. You know until, you know so I'd like that would be a nice thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So build a nice. Sustainable yeah, business. Yeah, Do you want an yeah. idea to grow the business? Or? Yeah, to a point. Or, or yeah, I like I like the idea of um, that building network, mm. collaborating. So yeah, yeah. I like I like the sense of being um, independent, but um, so that small bit I like. Yeah, and then but also like the idea of uh, building up that network of, of collaboration. And I'm you know that uh, no, done, a little, done a little bit of that yeah, already. You're doing which is very good. well. So uh, very but yeah, well. other than, be be nice to travel again. You yes, know, overseas. Want my family? I've got a lot overseas. My wife's family are all in Germany, so that's that it would be, be nice to do that regularly. Fingers crossed. If, yeah, 2022 is the year. Yeah. I think. Yeah, we can run and and shoot par thing. at Mount Compass. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah that'll be nice. I'm a bit way. You're, I'm a fair uh, way off that. You're not. I thought. I thought you'd been playing golf for a while. You should be at that level. Really. No, <laughs> no, we're not. No. <laughs> um, if you had access to a time machine. Oh. And you had a return trip forward or back, where would you go? Oh wow! I I I got this I got this immediate thought I like to go back to some of my see some of my ancestors, mm. know where I came from. Mm. Yeah, I'm named after my grandfather. Yeah, never met him. Oh really? Um, my father. Yeah, my father probably didn't even know him that well. He, oh, I think my father was. Six or seven when he passed away, so I'd, lo- I'd love to go back and see where I came from, because yeah. I think I think there's a big part of me is there. Yeah, yeah. Um, from a, that's from a pretty yeah that's a from a very personal yeah no point. that's yeah. the whole point yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd like to go back and yeah, meet my grandfather, great. the one I never met yeah and my grandmother for so that, that see dad's my dad yeah in Italy yeah. Yeah, they were, so they never made the trip out here. They never did. No. Oh, he, yeah. Well, Dad, my father came as a twenty-year-old. Okay. And I think the year I was born, my, yeah, my, his mum, my grandmother passed away. 
uh, in Italy. So, yeah, I'd go back there. I'd, I'd like to see what it was like. A few years before. Yeah, yeah, be, prob- yeah before. That'd be, that would be great. If you had one superhero power or could have one superhero power, what would it be? Superhero power. <laughs> I'm a big Marvel fan. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm scared of heights. You know, it'd be nice to deal with that one. Yeah. Yeah. So much a superhero power. So flying. No, yeah. <laughs> Who's one of the, is it like super, is it Spider-Man? Is he, has he fallen into that category? Well, Spider-Man yeah. got bitten by a spider that gave him superpowers. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> realistic scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these spiders I've seen. Oh, <laughs> is, there a, is there a superhero that can um, Well, you, it's help. your superhero power. Oh, right. You choose whatever you want. Yeah. You don't have to follow what another superhero oh. is doing. Jesus, sounds sounds terrible, but you know how can change someone's mind? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how can change them. No, you know, that's help, the, help yeah. them see a different way. Or yeah, maybe no, maybe I'll flip it. Maybe I'll, I'll, I won't be so judgmental today. And if I can put myself in someone else's mind for for a, a period of time, oh, and, and then come out of understand, it and understand yeah. fully what what they're what they're really thinking. Yeah, okay. So a mind be, reader. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, sounds a bit odd but <laughs> when you put it that way. It wasn't the way. <laughs> Next to you, be the invisible man. No, the, <laughs> no, I, I, um, no, I, I've thought about the mind reader thing. I, I, I have enough trouble dealing with my own thoughts, yeah. let alone others. But no, yeah, I, I, I hadn't thought of it that. Also, it was more about just for a split second. <laughs> yeah, what are you really trying yeah, to say? Yeah, no, it probably would. It probably would not be beneficial for my health. <laughs> Especially you're uh, uh, you're a very you're a man of, of who has great empathy for, towards other people. So it, would, yes, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't do me any favors. No. Yeah. Oh dear. And last but not least, you are actually got a, a how many little ones have you got? Just the one. Just yeah, one. Yeah. Boy. Boy. boy, boy yeah, yeah. Eleven yeah. years old. Eleven. Yeah. So you've got a few dad jokes under your belt. <laughs> Tell us your best dad. Joke. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, I tell you, what, I, well, I, I I felt like I did one today, okay, but it was more of an incident than okay. a joke. Yeah. So uh, I went to get my twice uh, every two years. I have a, a hearing test yeah. at my ENT guy at, yeah. at North Adelaide, and because um, uh, I got I've got yeah anyway that's another yeah. story. But anyway, I'm getting my <laughs> hearing I'm getting my, he- I'm getting my hearing test. So the jo- it's not a joke. It's just it's just it's the first thing that comes to mind. So anyway, uh, I'm, I'm doing the hearing test. And all of a sudden, uh, the, the lady comes in and says, no, I've got to put another headphone on the other side and put, play some noise because something about the, your left and right ear. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she's setting me up so I've got all these headphones on yeah. me and one in one ear and one out the other ear. And I said, is this an April Fool's? Is this some sort of April Fool's joke? And she just looked at me sternly and I said, it's just a dad joke. Just, sorry, I don't know if that's – it wasn't an April Fool's joke. No. So, yeah, I don't know if that's a dad joke. Sorry, I'll let no, you down. that's fine. <laughs> Mate, it's, uh, it's brilliant. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Daniel. Today, Frank, it's been – been great, uh, great chatting and learning about your love of the agile methodology. Yes, we, you can get hopefully, bit, hopefully, uh, one good thought, one new idea. And, yeah, absolutely, yeah. and that's that's yeah. basically. If you can take yeah. something away from it, I'm sure people will. So, thank you very much for your time. Where can we find you? Like where LinkedIn, your Oz, website, not Mount Compass. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn. I'm LinkedIn. easy to find there. So uh, Frank Vasali, yeah. VA. Double S A W L O. Perfect. Yeah. Either, either generally Frank or Francesco. 
Yeah, great. And um, yeah, Effectiva. Yeah, so how do you spell that, dot com? Uh, E-double-F-E-K-T-I-V-E-R.com.au. PPL. Dot com. PPL.com. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Effective. Yeah. People. People, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The other site will be my wife's company. Which is? Uh, Give it a plug. Oh, yeah, yeah. So so hers is Effectiva. Okay. And she does, um, yeah, strategic marketing for tourism. Okay. Tough gig at the moment. It would be. She's doing okay. Beautiful. Thanks for your time again, Frank. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you once again for joining us here at Creating Synergy. It's been great spending this time with you. Please jump on to the Synergy IQ Facebook and LinkedIn page where the discussion continues after the show. Join our mailing list so you'll know what's happening next at synergyiq.com.au. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And if you really enjoyed it, please share it with your friends.